Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on! Oh, yeah. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the pregame show. I am your host, Joe Spadoni. And you made it. It's a Friday. If you're just joining me, if you're just getting off work, getting ready for work, getting ready for the weekend, you know how it goes on a Friday, on a Phil Collins Friday, non-payday Friday, the second best kind of Friday, but still, it's Friday. Come on. What are you doing this weekend? As always, 888-957-9570 is the number. Call or text 888-957-9570. What are you doing this weekend is the question always on a Friday. What are the Warriors going to do this offseason? We have the whole couple months to discuss it. Steph, Clay, Dre, Myers, Poole, Kaminga. What is going to happen this offseason? And it feels like we've taken pretty much every single major storyline a different day this week. Yesterday it was Myers. Prior to that, it was Jordan Poole. It was the punch. It's Draymond Green. Do you want him? Clay Thompson is his best days behind him. There's so much to get into today. And as always, thank you, all of you streaming on Twitch and YouTube. We are up and streaming there. Go ahead and search 95.7 The Game. Like, subscribe on either platform. We appreciate it. And be sure to download that Odyssey app, favorite 95.7 The Game, for all of your Golden State Warriors needs, San Francisco 49ers needs, San Francisco Giants needs. Hell, we got Sharks content on on there, I'm sure. And we'll talk hockey today. Oh, we will talk hockey because we had quadruple overtime on the ice last night. You you heard that right. Four overtimes happened in the Eastern Conference Finals over in, was that Florida or Carolina? I don't even know where it was. I don't want four overtimes. It wasn't Carolina. My God, what a way to start off that series as the Florida Panthers take game one over there. And here's how it sounded on TNT via Kenny Albert. Oh, 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 there we go. Brent Burns with 15. Bennett keeps the puck alive. Kachuk with a shot. He scores! Matthew Kachuk with 12 and 7, 10 seconds remaining in overtime number four. Didn't think we'd be starting hockey here at 5.03 a.m. on the pregame show, but listen, you go four overtimes, you get to lead it off. That's pretty damn wild. It was only three to two, four overtimes. You'd think that, oh man, it's a high-scoring game, but no. Sudden death once it gets to overtime in hockey, which I appreciate. It's none of this, so they can tie it back up. Crap. Hate that. Sudden death is what it always should be. That's why I kind of hate in football that they went back to that. It's like, oh, you get a field goal now, no, you get a chance now. Now you get, no, I hate that. First team to score in overtime should always win. Got to be thinking about these guys' bodies, and my God, if you played for the Florida Panthers last night or Carolina Hurricanes, God bless you, because you have got to be exhausted. If you're a fan of those teams, you've got to be exhausted, and I'm sure the Carolina fans are even more so. 
taking an L after multiple overtimes as a fan is probably one of the worst experiences you could have. You invested all that time, and hell, if you're at the game, you invested in even more time. When did that game end? 2 a.m.? 1 a.m.? You invested all that time just for an L? It's brutal. Now, it was only one game. You're down 1-0, but ugh, that feels like it's a multiple-game loss because it was. It's four extra periods. It was three. It was a whole other game plus an extra period. That's how nuts that was. Man. God bless you, fans, if you're in attendance for that. God bless you. And I know the overtime periods. Are overtime periods still the 20 minutes? They shortened that up, too. I know they went to the three-on-three. Three three. They changed up a bunch of stuff here lately. Shows my knowledge of NHL, but damn it. If I wasn't impressed by four overtimes, 888-957-9570. Some other news and notes from around the league before we jump back into the Golden State Warriors. Because we will, folks. There is still a lot to discuss about this offseason as it pertains to Bob Myers, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Bobby Marks, ESPN's front office insider, former assistant GM of the Brooklyn Nets, had some interesting things to say on the morning roast yesterday. We're going to hear from him. Monty Poole covers the Warriors for NBC Sports Bay Area. He had some interesting thoughts on Willard and Dibbs last night, so we will hear from them. And we will also hear from this man who put the team on his back in the Mile High City. Green fakes a three. Shot clock at five. Murray with Davis on him. He's going to have to put it up. Step back. Three-pointer. It's good! Jamal Murray from way downtown. And Denver goes up four. 37 points for Jamal Murray. Drops 20-plus in that fourth quarter. And the Denver Nuggets go up 2-0 in that series, which now shifts back down to Los Angeles for a Saturday night matchup. Jamal Murray saved his best for last as the Denver Nuggets outlast the Los Angeles Lakers. Jokic, ho-hum, just another triple-double. Was that seven in this current playoffs, which ties the most for a single playoff run with a guy by the name of Will Chamberlain? Not Wilt. Will. Wilt Chamberlain. My God. Are you kidding me? Nikola Jokic is doing things we haven't seen since... A guy had to change rules. You had to change rules for Wilt Chamberlain. That guy, Nikola Jokic, is making those guys' records disappear. And you know what, Denver Nuggets? I didn't think it could be done. I just look at certain franchises, and you are one of them. I just don't think you could ever win a title. Just certain franchises, they don't have God. It's just... The Denver Nuggets, it is what it is. That's what I thought heading into the series. You got the Lakers, you got the Heat, you got the Celtics. Multiple-time champions. It's like, Nuggets, you've been on a good season. I know you've been the best team in the regular season. You look good. You beat a Timberwolves team. I was like, eh, whatever. You beat a Phoenix Suns team that clearly had zero depth. It's on their last legs with Chris Paul. They need to revamp some things. I don't know how much they can. But their depth was clearly compromised. But nonetheless, you beat Kevin Durant, you beat Devin Booker. Give him the props. It was impressive. But now you're going to the Western Conference Finals. It's LeBron. It's AD. They're going to get it through, right? Right now, 2-0 series lead, and you know the numbers. A team that takes a 2-0 series lead, more often than not, 90% of the time, they go on to win it. So, hats off, tip of the hat, what have you. Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. My goodness. Here's Nikola Jokic. Check that. Jamal Murray, after the game, talking about the Nuggets, still not getting any respect. Yeah, the outside noise, the outside noise. We're the Denver Nuggets. We're used to, we're used to that. We used to, even when we win, they talk about the other team. We beat the Clippers in the bubble. They talk about the other team. You know, same, same old, same old. It just feels us a little more, and um, it'll be sweeter when we win the chip. And even when they win the chip, I'm sure the narrative to Jamal Murray's point there would be uh, the Celtics blew it. Heat blew a golden opportunity. It's never going to be about the Nuggets winning. But you know what? That fan base, and if you're on that team, just keep using it as fuel. Who cares what the outside noise says? Use it as fuel. Mike Malone, talking about it after game. What do you say? Put that in your pipe and smoke it to the media? Because the narrative after that game that the Nuggets eked out in game one was, other than the Nuggets won the game, it was that the Lakers should have won it, Blew a golden opportunity. 
and feel pretty damn good about where they are in the series. That's why I hated that narrative after game one. It was like, really? Really? The team that won the game is not going to get any credit for that. There's no moral victories in the playoffs. Those don't exist. There's no momentum carryover from game one to game two. I think last night proved that. The Lakers were in control for most of that third quarter, but they let them hang around. And they let them hang around. They build up a double-digit lead, 10 points, and then they give it away like that. That was an impressive game for the Denver Nuggets. And I was texting in multiple group chats last night, the morning roast and the Steiny guru Evan Giddings chat. And we were talking. By the way, Evan, Gidd- Evan Giddings doing a tremendous job for filling in this week for Steiny one day, guru yesterday, and uh, guru again today, Evan, doing- Evan Giddings. If you're tuned in, Evan, I hope you're not because you're going to have a four-hour shift with that man, Matt Steinmetz, on a Friday. He's going to be pumped up, so you need all your rest. But I was talking to him, and I was like, This is the game right here. The Denver Nuggets can show me that they're true title contenders. This is the game. They can show me. It's on a silver platter. The Lakers are trying to give it away. And you know what? Jamal Murray, he seized it. He saw an opening, an opportunity, and he seized it. LeBron James, it's looking old. He's 38. This has not been a great postseason for him. Anthony Davis, he just knew... After dropping 40 in game one, his shot wasn't going to be there, and it wasn't. So how do they respond on Saturday? Can the Nuggets take care of business? Can they go up 3-0 or 3-1? Because I don't see the Lakers coming back from either of those deficits. I don't see them winning three straight if they have to, let alone four straight. I don't see that happening with LeBron James at his age and Anthony Davis playing the way he has been playing. And I'll give credit, Anthony Davis has been playing pretty damn well. We saw that in that Golden State Warriors series. But yesterday, that shot was not there. I'll give credit on defense. Both LeBron and AD play their asses off on defense. But this league is about buckets. It's a make-or-miss league. And Jamal Murray, he made more. Just like Lonnie Walker in Game 4 against the Dubs. Hey, tip of the hat. And the Denver Nuggets go up 2-0 in that series. And again, Game 3, Saturday night in Los Angeles. 888-957-9570 is the number. Wanted to get back into the Golden State Warriors, but had to talk about the games last night. Some great action around sports. And yes, we talked hockey. Now, probably won't for the rest of the day, but you know what? Don't say that 95-7 of the game can't talk hockey. Because at 5.06 in the morning... Here in San Francisco, we talked Panthers, Hurricanes, baby. Bobby Marks, ESPN front office insider, as we shift over back to the Warriors. Back to Bob. And Bob Myers. It was a big topic of conversation, obviously, yesterday. Sham Sharani of The Athletic Reporting. The Warriors and the president of basketball operations have had no substantial contract extension talks in months. And the sides are bracing for the likelihood that Myers could walk away from the franchise. And I was listening to Willard and Dibbs yesterday, and Mark was like, listen... I got a source that says that Bob Myers is being offered a lot of money, and this notion that he is moving on from the Golden State Warriors is being wildly overblown, and it's not a done deal yet. Okay. Interesting. I don't think it's a done deal yet either. It could just be a lot of leaked information to Shams to sweeten the deal one way or the other as it pertains to Bob Myers and Golden State. Maybe he's using it as leverage. Who knows? No one knows yet. His contract's up at the end of June. So it's May 19th right now. It's it's not over. We may have been talking about the future without Bob Myers. But I don't think anyone said, cut and clear, he's gone. Now, a report like that from a guy like Shams, it perks your ears up. It makes you think. What would the impact be if Bob Myers did choose to move on from the Golden State Warriors? Well, Bobby Marks, ESPN front office insider, had this to say yesterday on the morning roast. I mean, it has a tremendous impact. More about his relationship, I think, with the, the players on this on this roster, whether it be Curry, you know, Thompson, certainly Draymond. There's a good infrastructure, I think, in place if he does leave, if they're going to, I guess, promote within, whether it be, you know, I guess Mike Dunleavy Jr. would kind of be the, the, um, the, the next man up here. But, yeah, I mean, anytime 
someone who's been with an organization for you know ten plus years, um, and as I said, has you know played a primary role building the roster, cultivating relationships here. His relationship with um, you know certainly with Steve Kerr, I think it probably changes you know the dynamics a, a little bit here as far as maybe how things are are built going forward here. The fortunate thing is you've got you know Curry under contract for the next three seasons here, and I think that's why there is still a priority to, I guess, retool this roster, not, not you know, tear it down. And that's the last point I want to make there that Bobby Marks mentioned. You still got Steph for another three years. It's all about maximizing him at this point. And I think it's pretty obvious to say that, hey, you want to maximize your best player, the best franchise, your franchise. Yes, obviously. But for the longest time, it was about this core three. It was about Steph, Dre, and Clay. And I'm here to say at 5.14 a.m. on the pregame show, to hell with that. It's all about Stephen freaking Curry. Sorry, Clay. Sorry, Draymond. You guys are made men. You're Hall of Famers. You might get statues one day. That's fine. But now, as Doctor Strange said in the Avengers, this is the end game. You got three to four years of Stephen Curry. Maybe three to five. Who knows? If he re-ups, what have you. But at least three more years on this contract, as you heard from Bobby Marks there. You have got to maximize everything in your arsenal to get this guy another chip. At least one. And Warriors fans at 888-957-9570, you're looking for at least one for Steph. Draymond, Clay, yeah, it's great. Been great Warriors. We love you. Great ambassadors for the team. You're made men. But it's the end game. And Stephen Curry is what matters. He is the franchise. He is the team. He is the Bay Area. He's the prize possession. He's the Michael Jordan. He's the Kobe Bryant. He's whatever he means to those franchises for the Golden State Warriors. He's that guy. And now... That we're in the end game as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors championship run. It's all about maximizing Stephen freaking Curry. And how do you do that? If it's trading everyone else to maximize that, so be it. It's all about Stephen Curry. Do you agree? 888-957-9570. Here's Monty Poole who covers the Golden State Warriors for NBC Sports Bay Area. Talking to Willard and Dibbs yesterday. Talking about if Myers does leave, don't think it's for another gig somewhere else immediately. I wouldn't be surprised if he does walk away and not do anything for a year. I don't think he's looking for another job. Like, i got to take this job, that job. I think if he were to stay at GM, I wouldn't be surprised at all, to put it that way. If he were to leave and decide, you know what, I'm just going to escape for a year or two. Do a podcast. Go fishing. Whatever. <laughs> but I, I just, I, I don't see him eager to leave. He grew up in the Bay Area. He lives there. His folks live here. He lives here. His family lives here. Uh, he grew up a Warriors fan. So, yeah, I, I don't think he wants is let me get out of here and go work for, you know, the guy in Phoenix or whatever, uh, Matt Ispia. I don't, I don't see that. So do I think he'll be back? I still think there's hope that he will be. I know that Steve Kerr, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson all want it to happen. But I think at the same time, they all realize that it might not. It might, it might not. That's basically all we know. Thank you, Monty Poole from NBC Sports Bay Area. Good morning to Ernie, Lando, Hamza Raja, Montana Biggs. Love all of you chiming in here on YouTube and Twitch. We are streaming there. Search 95.7 The Game. Like, subscribe. Hamza, I haven't heard from you in a while, Hamza Raja. You were tuned. You were at P1. Where you been, buddy? He wants to chime in. If Bob Myers walks, Steve Kerr will be upgraded to GM and head of basketball operations. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening for multiple reasons. One being, I didn't think he did that great of a job with Phoenix, if we're just going to keep it a buck there, when he was GM and head of basketball operations over in Phoenix prior to being head coach of the Golden State Warriors and obviously prior to his in-the-broadcast booth days when he was with Turner and TNT. EJ, good morning. He's on Highway 4. Appreciate all y'all chiming in here. 888-957-957. Seven zero, but also the Steve Kerr to the GM position. Who's going to take the head coaching job? Like 
This is a very specific style of offense. And in this stage of these guys' careers, if we're under the assumption that they're bringing back Clay, they're bringing back Draymond, and the core is still going to be together for at least next season, you're going to want to keep the same style of play around. Now, who's going to come in and duplicate that? Some young guy off Popovich's staff? Are you going to promote Kenny Atkinson? Like, I don't see that happening. I think Steve Kerr stays where he's at. He rides this ship the next couple years, and these guys all go out together on their own terms. I think that's ultimately how it ends, if I was willing to bet on it. But you need to do something. Something has to happen this offseason, whether it's moving on from Poole, whether it's not picking up the option, whether it's Draymond, whether it's him opting out and you're not coming back. Something has to change because we heard it all this week. The vibes are not good. And if you are not cohesive as a team and as a unit, you're not beating the Lakers. You're not beating the Nuggets. If you get to a finals, you're not beating the Celtics, the Heat, whoever. You need to be a cohesive team. And that needs to start this offseason. How does that happen? If it's moving on from someone, if it's a therapy session, I don't know how much that good that's going to do at this point. Damn, you've damn near had a year to get this sorted out. I don't think a kumbaya session at this point, going to a beach and having a bonfire all out of the office, is going to work. Jordan Poole said as much in the ringer with Logan Murdoch and his piece. I believe Logan Murdoch's joining the morning roast this morning, if I'm not mistaken. 9.20, be turned in for that. Bonte and Chasky, they're fired up. It's a Friday. How could you not be? But Jordan Poole's comments, talking about, it's just business at the end of the day. With Draymond, it's just business. So that's all you need to know. So when I hear that we need Jordan Poole to have a press conference and speak on this, he has. We've heard Jordan Poole's thoughts on Draymond Green. It's a business. And I think that says it all. He doesn't mess with him off the court. On the court, he'll do his job. It's a business. I'm getting paid for this. We're all getting paid. We'll do what we need to do. But if that's how it's going to be, just business, and the locker room and the energy is going to be off throughout the season, they need to do something. Whether it's Draymond, whether it's Poole, I don't know. That's for the next president of basketball operations to decide. Whether that's Bob Myers, whether that's Mike Dunleavy, good luck. Shout out Liam Neeson, shout out Taken. That's all I got to say. Here's more from Monty Poole talking about if Myers leaves, it's not going to be about the money. He could. And from what I gather, it wouldn't be because the money's not right. I think with Bob, the job is consuming. It's all consuming. And he's got to deal with Joe Lacob, who is a very, 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 very ambitious CEO. You know, and, and there have been many times over the past few years, even as the Warriors were winning, when Bob had to talk Joe off the ledge, so to speak. <laughs> so, uh, and, and yet, you know, and yet, you know, he's talking to Steve and making sure Steve is good. Uh, he's talking to Draymond, making sure Draymond is good. Steph play down the line. It's a huge job. It's not just okay. I put together the roster and then I go sit in the sweep and watch the games. That's not how Bob works. It's not how Bob works. People chiming in on the YouTube chat. Pandy Zandy, hell no with Doc Rivers coming into coach. Budenholzer, nah. Like, that's what I'm talking about. You want to roll with Steve Kerr at this point. He's one of the best coaches in the league. He's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Just look at his resume. Why, do, why are we so quick to move him to GM? I understand that the vibes were off this season. I understand that it lingered. And I understand that Steve Kerr and Bob Myers and that whole front office are somewhat to blame. Draymond Green is to blame, obviously. They did not handle the situation correctly. And it was bad. It absolutely was. But how do you move on? I don't think moving Steve Kerr to GM role is fixing that. Still leaves you avoided head coach, which I think for this team heading into next season is a lot more important than the GM. I'll just say that. Not saying Bob Myers isn't important to this team. I'm saying the head coach is more important on a day-in and day-out basis for the Golden State Warriors. 888-957-9570. Here's more from Bobby Marks, ESPN front office insider, who again joined the morning roast yesterday. If you want to find that interview, is tremendous. Download that Odyssey app, favorite 95.7 The Game. You can find that interview. You can find Monty Poole. You can find all of our interviews right there, all season long, all off-season long, right there at 95.7thegame.com, as well as the Odyssey app.
So now, decisions to make for the Golden State Warriors. We were mentioning Jordan Poole, mentioned Draymond Green. Bobby Marks, where would you start if you were evaluating this team in the offseason? Yeah, I would probably look at Jordan Poole. I mean, Steve Kerr said it yesterday. I mean, I think he's got tremendous value to this roster. I don't know how, how much value he has to another team. I mean, I think it's, that's going to be the interesting thing as far as if he went out and became a free agent. I don't know if he's getting 25 to $30 million from Detroit or San Antonio or Orlando or some of those other teams here. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm, I'm keeping the three players. I'm, I'm keeping Wiggins. I'm keeping Looney. And I'm seeing what I can get for Jordan Poole out there. I think the, the interesting thing is, you know, as you guys know, like, the like Kaminga was supposed to be the guy, like the next right. guy in line, right? Right. Like that was that. That was the goal right. all along. When they when they basically had two sets of rosters with the veterans, mm-hmm. and then you had Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, Poole, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was the next layer of players. When Draymond gets a little bit older, and Thompson gets a little bit older here, and that plan has kind of gone out the window a little bit here. That plan has kind of gone out the out the window a little bit here. Yes, you think. This whole plan, the two-timeline system, you can scrap that. Put in the dumpster and light the fire. That ended with... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. James Wiseman going to Detroit and getting Gary Payton the second pack. There's no two timeline. That's why what I said earlier is so important for this team. You need to maximize Stephen freaking Curry. I don't give a damn what happens post-Steph at this point if I'm a Golden State Warriors fan. You can say all you want, oh, we're trying to build for the future, a post-Steph. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. It's not. The Spurs situation is rare when you get a Kawhi Leonard. And hell, the Spurs botched that. They should have had Kawhi for the next decade. And he moved on to another team and won a championship. And then he moved on from there. It's rare when you get the successor from a team to take over the baton, to hand it over. It's rare when that happens. So that's why the Golden State Warriors need to do whatever it takes these next three years to maximize Stephen Curry's window. You cannot give a damn about post-Steph. You just can't. And I know it's, you could say, oh, Spadoni, you're a sports talk radio host. That's easy for you to say. What about these guys in that front office? You need to win titles. The window is open. Who's dominant out in the West? I know the Nuggets look good. They're up 2-0. But who else? Lakers? Could have flipped. I see a lot of you in the chat right now talking about the refs. They were the reason why the Warriors lost. We're still apparently coping with the Warriors losing to Lonnie Walker the fourth, Ashley Murphy, 1985, Johnny B. Good, Pandy Zandy. We decided not to win. It was stolen from us like 2016. Get over it. You lost. That happens. Teams lose, which is why it's important for the Warriors to do everything in their power to maximize this offseason, next offseason, and build around Steph. Because I don't give a damn about post-Stephen Curry at this point. I think we can all accept the fact that the Warriors will not be good for a short period of time, or hell, a long period of time, after Stephen Curry. I think we can all accept that, and we can deal with that. What we can't deal with 
is not getting Steph to another finals again. Because that's what we're facing. I think that is what this past playoff run has shown, is that this team is getting older, and they are vulnerable. They lost a Western Conference series for the first time under Steve Kerr. They failed to win a road game, a single road game in a series for the first time under Steve Kerr. That happened. That's a sign. Bob Myers, maybe moving on, it's a sign that this thing is it's fading. And you need to maximize it. How will they do that? We'll continue to take your calls and texts. 888-957-9570. YouTube, Twitch, up and running. Appreciate all y'all chiming in there. Comcast Business Text Line, always open, as well as the Odyssey app. Download that bad boy, favorite 95.7 The Game. Don't go in here, folks. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni. Come on back. Now, back to the pre-game show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 The Game. Phil Collins Friday. We're just getting off work. Getting ready for work. Appreciate all y'all chiming in. All love on the text line at 888-957-9570. Comcast Business Text Line. All love on the YouTube chat. Ashley, appreciate you. Jonathan, MDK, Lando. Is that the Lando Calrissian? Shout out Star Wars. 561. Spadone, you sound angrier than normal this morning. You okay, man? No. Not okay. Because I need Stephen Curry and the Golden State Warriors to maximize their window. And I feel like we're focused too much on the future of this team rather than the present. That's why. I don't give a damn about anyone else at this team anymore. It's Stephen Curry. It's always going to be about Stephen Curry. He is the franchise. He is the greatest athlete in the history of Bay Area. He's one of the top 10 basketball players of all time. I kept hearing comps yesterday. You know, it's a lot like Buster Posey. You know, we need to maximize it. All due respect, Buster Posey is not on Stephen Curry's level. He's just not. Stephen Curry is a top 10 basketball player of all time. Buster Posey might make the Hall of Fame. He's a great player. He's a Bay Area legend. But miss me with that comp. Now, if you want to talk about how the Giants, you know, tried to maximize their end of the window, I'll hear it somewhat, and how Sabian tried to overpay for guys who are clearly not meant to get paid that much. Shout out Jeff Samarja, Matt Moore, who, by the way, is pitching for the Angels, I guess. Matt Moore, sneakily, 33 years old. thought that guy was like 38. Super young on those raised teams. But that's what I'm talking about. At least Sabian, and I give him credit for this. And a lot of people like to crush him. He's like, oh, uh, they had to dig him out for years. We're still recovering from what Sabian did. You know what? The guy went all in. He saw his old guys fading. And you know what? He rolled the dice. He accepted that this team might be bad for the next few years. But so what? And I agree. As a fan, that's all I'm asking. To maximize those dudes. Maximize the Michael Jordans, the Kobe's, the LeBron's, the Stephen Curry's. Maximize those championship windows. Because when it's gone, it's gone. When it's over, that's the time I fall in love again. Shout out Sugar Ray at 5.36am on the pregame show. Love me some Sugar Ray. This guy's got jams. Great karaoke music. 888-957-9570 is the number. Continue to take your calls and texts as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors and Bob Myers' future. I just think it's simple, and I don't think it's a hot take. I'm sorry if I sound angry this morning. I'm just I'm just tired of focusing on the future when you have Stephen Curry in his, I wouldn't say in his total prime, but pretty damn close. We need to maximize it. That's all I'm saying. If that's a hot take, so be it. If I sound angry, so be it. It's all about Stephen Curry. It's all I care about. Here's more from Bobby Marks talking not about Steph, but a guy we're going to talk about next. Clay Thompson, who just had a very rough series against the Los Angeles Lakers. Hell, against the Kings. Did not have a great playoff series. 
And if we're being honest, yeah, he made 300 threes. I don't think he had the best year. He had a good stretch at points, but struggled to start. He attributed that to not working out in the offseason. I hope he does this offseason. But I don't think it was this amazing season that we all think it was for Clay Thompson. Defense is not there. In the playoffs, he was getting hunted. They forced him to play off the ball, where he struggles. They had LeBron and Vanderbilt at times doubling him, making him uncomfortable, and that's what teams are going to do. If his shot's not going down off the ball, and he's trying to go on ball and go one-on-one with guys, it's not a recipe for success for Klay Thompson. But here's Bobby Marks, ESPN front office insider with the morning roast yesterday, talking about his value around the league, and he still thinks it's pretty high. I think he's a, probably a $30 million guy. you got to remember, too, he, he, he signed that deal coming off the injury here, and he's basically played, what, a year and a half, two years out, right. out, of, out of the five? Mm-hmm. I mean, this will be year three out of that here. So there was two years where he didn't play here. So, yeah, I mean, I think for, you know, for a shooting guard, a guy that can make shots, I think he's probably a $30 million player. You know, are you comfortable three for 90? Is it, you know, three for 85? I don't think he would do that. I think he would probably, you know, knowing, you know, he'll probably want to go into free agency in 2024. So expiring contracts, they don't have as much value as they once did. Gotcha. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the reality of it here as far as, you know, the extension rules certainly have changed a little bit. You know, it, it's basically you better be comfortable, you know, whatever you give up, because if you're not sure if you're willing to be able to resign him. <sighs> Clay Thompson, this is a guy who, prior to the injuries in 2019, he wasn't as beloved as Stephen Curry, but he was up there in the I-want-to-hang-out-with-that-guy draft, if we were doing that in Bay Area athletes, hell, and just athletes in general. He might have been at the top. And that says something about a guy's character, his personality. Everyone loves Clay Thompson. Every single person loves Clay Thompson here in the Bay Area. How could you not? The boats, the dog, the personality, the paper airplanes after the pressers. We all love Clay Thompson. But we could also, at the same time, accept that he's not the same guy anymore. He's just not. He's getting older. And how could we expect that? By the way, shame on us. Achilles, ACL, come on. He's not that same dude. Now, can he be a Ray Allen type for the Miami Heat later on in his career? Sure. But Ray Allen wasn't making that kind of cash. And I think Clay Thompson, we're talking about hard truths. Shout out Stanis, the Manus, Baratheon. Hard truths cut both ways. Hard truths cut both ways for Clay Thompson. Listen, you, stay, you still may be a starter on this team going forward, but you also have to accept the fact that you may be a six-man at times. If your shot's not going in, you may get benched, buddy. You may get benched. And I think his ego needs to be checked, and he has to do some soul-searching. A lot of people on this team need some soul-searching, but especially Clay Thompson coming off that playoff series. Before we hit the break here, I want to get to Kyle and Santa Rosa. Kyle, you're on the pregame show. What's going on, man? Hey, good morning, Spadoni. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, buddy, I just... uh... You know, I've been, I listen every day, literally from five in the morning till five, when, five at night when I get home. God and, bless uh, you. I just sir. hear everybody. God bless you. Yeah. Love it, dude. Guru's like a guru. I find myself laughing, dude. It's sometimes it's tiny and guru and it's, it's, it's insane. But, um, <laughs> anyways, man, I just want to talk. I hear all this panic in, uh, in Dub Nation and I really just think that if we really look at it, they, they add a couple pieces or they can rekindle the, the the team the the, the the teamsmanship on the team I think I think we're in a good place I mean we made it to the second round and literally the only factor we had this playoff run was Steph I mean he really got no contribution from anybody so I really think that if they just mend whatever they have going on you know long off season a long short off season last year get back in the rhythm and if he just gets a couple a couple more contributions from either Poole or 
get rid of Paul. Whatever happens, Clay comes back, works harder. I think we're still in a good place, man. Thanks for uh, always starting the day so early, brother. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, Kyle. That's Kyle and Santa Rosa there chiming in here on the pregame show. 888-957-9570. And that's what I'm talking about. You heard Kyle there. Steph's playing. He's putting the team on his back. Can we get guys to help him out? Is that possible? Jordan Poole, going to need you to do that. Clay, going to need you to do that. Wiggins, I'm going to need you to do that. And I know he had some personal issues that he had to deal with, but the ramifications of his absence, it lingered. Shout out to Cranberries. Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? It lingered large with Kaminga, with DiVincenzo, with Gary Payton II. It impacted the team in a very big way when he came back into the fold after some guys were starting to establish themselves. Jordan Poole, part of that too. So that cohesion. It also makes it tricky, though. These guys are getting older, and load management is a thing. So there are so many question marks and storylines to still discuss. We'll do that on the other side with Joe Shasky for the Crossover, where Joe Shasky, the morning host, joins me every Monday through Friday at 545 to discuss all things happening and ask what he's doing this weekend. Again, it's a Friday. What are you doing this weekend? Let me know. 888-957-9570. Come on back. The cross you over next right here on the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. To the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. And wait. Still calls Friday here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. Joe Shasky of the Morning Roast will join me shortly for the cross over as he does each and every Monday through Friday at 545. Always appreciate Joe coming a little early. He doesn't need to, but you know what? We made a bit out of it. People enjoy it. I appreciate him coming in. Joe and I started damn near at the same time at this place during programming. I was at a promotional stuff before that. And then uh, moved over to programming, and I worked on the uh, butcher shop. Him, we had Townie, we had Covey in there, Lucas, Fidon Alexander. It's a good time. So Joe Shasky will join me shortly to discuss Bob Myers, Steph, the four overtime game we saw last night. Yeah, we talked hockey this morning. Four overtimes. God, I'd be so exhausted. They played two games in one, basically. Two games in one, plus an additional period. Did you take those headphones? Oh, are those yours? Are those yours? Oh, man. I don't I th- have headphones today. Oh, I think I took yours on accident. Hold on. Let me check. Does this? No, no, no. These are my headphones. What about these ones right yeah, here? I- yeah. Oh, did I take them on accident? No, let's take people behind the scenes here. <laughs> we are so underfunded, as I snag these headphones. We're so underfunded, and so I- I'm out of it. Like, full disclosure... <laughs> First week back after being in and out all last week. No, today's your boy is like I'm done. All right, I tried to sleep yesterday. My allergies have kicked my butt, and I got this little like charity golf thing today that I got to do a hit and run. I'm bailing on this on the Giants game. I'm supposed to go to the Giants game with one of my buddies. I I am wiped out. Couldn't find my backpack, and in my backpack, what's in there? Headphones. Ah, boy. Mike Popper. But you'd think a billion dollar corporation, even though we're not a billion, uh, would have some extra, you know, brand new headphones lying around. You You, know, we're only the auditory leader. Well, and the headphones you do have, as you can see, only one of the ears works, anyways. Even though I wear my headphones like this, anyways. But it is what it is, Joe. We're grinders. You know what? Dude, these are nasty. That's what happens. They're nasty. Well, it has the state. Can you hear me now? They have a name of a station on top of them that doesn't even exist anymore to tell you how old those things are. 888-957-9570. Joe Shiasky joining me for the crossover. No, I'm having a day, too. I'm having a day. And you know what? I just started getting to thinking. I was getting not pissed off, but I was like, you know what? What are we doing here? Like, we've been talking about... Mark Willard having sources? No, we've been talking about the future and just... The future is freaking Steph Curry. I don't care about five or six years from now. I don't care, Joe. I need I need to maximize Steph. And all due respect to Draymond Green and Clay Thompson, those contributions to this society, to this team, to the Bay Area. I don't give a damn. It's about Stephen Curry. Well, let me ask you this one. I need him to win more rings. Let me ask you this one. We all think Joe Lacob's a great owner, right? I think the majority of people. Yes. All right, all right, all right. It's awesome. All right. Is he the one dribbling basketballs? No. No. 
No, it's really hard to find those guys that can dribble basketballs, hit shots, yes. get stops, all those things. Um, do we think Bob Kraft was a great owner? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The second Tom Brady left, what did we all think? Oh, they're done. Yeah, like, let's cook. Yeah, now, they could be competitive. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe, just maybe Belichick cycles back up and they figure it out. And maybe they win another one down the line. But their window of opportunity was completely tied to Tom Brady, correct? Yes. Okay. What about Green Bay right now? Green Bay just bid adieu to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they're going to stink for the next five years. I'll be You know what? Maybe they that. make the playoffs. But being a Super Bowl contender? No. <laughs> then give me a break. No. No, no. If Jordan Love proves us all wrong, we'll all be eating crow. I highly doubt it. Yeah. Right? So the same thing can be said right now for Steph Curry. Now, baseball is so different because of pitching and everything. Like You could have Trout and Otani and still be fourth place in the yes. AL West. Right? Like We all understand that. But, Giants fans, the second Buster Posey left. Yeah, it was night-night. You kind of knew. Yeah, it was night-night. Like, you kind of knew. Well, but also... So to your point, I was listening to you yeah, all morning. Yeah. You're 100% correct. It's... Like you have to brace. Like this is what happens when Michael Jordan leaves. The Bulls were done. Yes, they all knew that yes. they were going to be crap for the next few years under Jerry Krause, Jerry Reinsdorf, that whole organization. You knew that. And for the Golden State Warriors, I'm not saying you're going to be awful, but you got to brace yourself. Post F, it's not going to be like it, what it was. It never is going to be. It's different. Like okay, yes. for example, for example, all right. You're in the kindergarten class if Steph Curry's not here. Meaning, you're like where the Kings are. Wow, we made the playoffs. What a great year. We can build on this. And there's, believe me, there's levels to this fandom. Right now, where are the San Francisco Giants at as an organization? They're like, can we get some studs in here? They're like, not even yeah. at the King level. No. They're, they're at the, oh my God, let's find a De'Aaron Fox yes. type. Let's find a couple pillars to build. And me as a Giants fan, I'm wired to know like, oh, I don't care about their record. I just want them to have a bunch of young players so that eventually this team can build into something special. But we're nowhere near that. To think that, like, oh, they're going to win a World Series, and every year they don't win a World Series is not good enough, that's just unrealistic. No, that's only a few organizations in sports. That's maybe the Dodgers and Yankees and Red Sox. On the whole opposite other end of the spectrum is the Golden State Warriors. And they're at the point of, we're so knee-deep in the Steph Curry thing, Every year we don't win a championship. It's a, waste, it, yeah. it's a big disappointment. It's a waste Which year. sucks. Yeah. Which sucks because it's tremendous pressure and not everyone can win it all every year. Right? right? But that being said, you got to give yourself the best opportunity to win it all. And I would ask Warrior fans this. Standing Pat doesn't give you the best chance to win it I all. totally agree. And that's all. It's, it's process of elimination. Like That's why I was saying basically everyone outside of Stephen Curry and if you want to toss an Andrew Wiggins in there, fine. But everyone outside of Steph, I really don't give a damn. And I, I'm sorry if that sounds heartless. I'm sorry if that sounds... But that's the reality of where we are at. This is about our guy, Stephen Curry, the greatest Bay Area athlete of all time, and adding to his legacy at this point. Him getting a fifth ring, Joe, puts him to, to me puts him top five all-time in the NBA. That's what we're trying to get. So, just one. That's all I think we're at. Like, If you're a Warriors fan, and, and you are, Joe, just one more would feel great. Hell, I think a lot of people saw last year them winning that one, and you know what? And I heard it a lot. That's gravy. Anything else after this would just be icing on the cake. Well, yeah, I want the cherry on top, too, to Stephen Curry's end of the career. If we're talking, if we're doing a Sunday analogy, I want the nuts, I want the hot fudge, I want the cherry on top. I want everything for Steph, because you know what? When it's gone, when it's over, you're never going to have that again. You're never going to have it again. When the Giants had Barry Bonds, wasn't it all about trying to win the one ring with Barry Bonds? That's why 2002 hurt so bad. Absolutely, right? Yes, the it, freaking it, rally monkey. It, 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 it crushed you <laughs> to, to no end, right? And I just think about it this way. Like baseball just, is a little different because I think Barry Bond's the greatest baseball player of all time, and he never even He gets three at-bats, four like, at-bats. Exactly. And it's then like, he gets baseball's so weird because Shohei yeah. can go down as one of the greatest ever, and he's... Yeah. You know, Exactly. Never going to win one. Exactly. And so, I mean, look at Derek Jeter. I mean, he was surrounded with the highest payroll of all time, with some of the greatest talent the game has ever seen. So overrated. And, and only winning five rings. Only. No, I know. I know. It's <laughs> absurd. It's absurd. It feels like they slightly underachieved after they won the, the four and five years, doesn't it? Yes. Because they only won that one with A-Rod. So, anyway, but po- the point that I'm getting at is I got to tell Warrior fans this. 
You can't get it. Like, and I've been saying this for like two years. You can't have it both ways. You cannot stay loyal to the core no. while also being the utmost loyal to Steph Curry's prime. Yes. Those two are kind of at a juxtaposition of each other. Do you get where I'm going? No, I totally do. Like, you just look at Steph. Like, he, the other. He's on another level than anyone else on this team. You, you just watched it this last playoff series. Like, he was keeping these guys on his back this entire game. Clay struggling in the Lakers game. You just look back at some of these stat lines, and you can see just by the shot, like, and his shot wasn't going down, like with Steph. You can see clearly see he was laboring, but that's what happens when you put the team on his back. He just needs some other players to lighten that load. And Clay in these playoffs wasn't lightening the load. Draymond Green, okay, he had a couple games here, but for the most part, offensively, wasn't lightening the load. Andrew Wiggins, at times, wasn't lightening that load. He needs someone else. Joe, I don't know who that is. Maybe it is Jordan Poole. But from what we're seeing this week, I don't know if he could coexist on this team anymore. You know what's funny? I just don't know. We do this thing where, like, you know, so-and-so can't win a championship. Right? We do that. Like, Kirk Cousins is again. I'm, I'm using yeah. cross-board analysis. Yes. Chris Paul, they can never win a championship. Well, I heard Steve Kerr this week, and I got to give Steiny credit. I got to give him credit. Steve Kerr goes, we're not a contender without Draymond. New slash Steve, you're not a contender with him. Because this year you got mm-hmm. bounced in the second round, and you almost didn't even make it to the second round. Yeah. So for anyone who wants to say woulda, coulda, shoulda with some foul trouble against the Lakers, you're kind of fooling yourself. Because woulda, coulda, shoulda, you almost were in the playing game. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, you almost lost to the Kings. So we can go in both directions. But you weren't a championship team this year. And looking at what we're seeing from the Denver Nuggets right now, look yourself in the mirror. Now, I know we played them last year. It was a totally different version. No Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. didn't didn't get the run that he's getting now. That team, Brown, is killing it. Yeah, Jamal Murray makes a big difference. Spoiler alert. Hey, I'm, God, tell, I'm he telling is, you. He's legit. I'm, I'm not the biggest Jamal Murray fan. I watched him up close and personal in that game six closeout against Phoenix. I was blown away. His movement, his shooting. He's an elite, elite, elite and, player. And, let's, yeah, and I love Steve Kerr. Yeah. Steve. As I throw my cap in like a mace. Cap. No nope. Capricorn. No cap. Capricorn. You are full of it. I love you, Steve. Cap, 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 cap. You're not a champion with Draymond currently. Stop caping up for him. All right? It's okay. There are other players in the league. You can move some things around. It's about Steph Curry. If Steph goes, you're not a contender. Not Draymond. Keep it real, doggy. What are you doing this weekend, buddy, as we wrap up here? I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to sleep. That sounds I'm going to awesome. nurture myself. i got to take my nephew to uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy tomorrow. Ooh, that'll be fun. I'm like, actually I really like, looking forward No, no, to no. Yeah, Guardians. Oh, Did you know that that weirdo Vin Diesel recorded Groot, I am Groot, like 7,000 times? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's legit. He's a weirdo. No, he, come on, Vin. Well, no, actually. He's family! Fam- yeah, come on, Familia. Come on. That's Joe Shasky. Speaking of family, Morning Roast, their family, and they're coming up next. Bondale and Joe Shasky right here on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.